Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the true story of a New York City boy with big town hopes and small neighborhood dreams of becoming BFFs with the Real Housewives and other Bravo celebrities. Then, one day, that dream actually came true. Let me take you behind the velvet rope. Hey everyone, this is David. Welcome back behind the velvet robe. Let's just get right into it today because we are joined by, I don't even know what to say. I say living legend, fashion icon. (laughs) And I'm not just saying this because you're sitting in front of me, Mr. Isaac Mizrahi. How are you? Thank you. Hello, David Yantov. How are you, darling? I am doing well today. How are you today? I'm good. I'm starting to lose my mind, but Otherwise, you know, holding on to it with like, you know, my claw, clawing onto it. Have you been in, my brain. have you been in New York this whole time or you were, were you No, I'm back and forth. I'm in the Hamptons and I'm in New York, mostly in the Hamptons. My husband is mostly in New York and, um, and sometimes he comes here and I go there. And, but I think like, I th- you know, we've been sort of snowed in here a little bit in Bridgehampton. We got another snow on Sunday and by the way, I love the snow. I like wait for snow. I love it, you know. But this year, I don't know why. It's like, you know, among all the other claustrophobic stuff that stops everything, like it's just one more thing that just stops everything. And I don't know. It's the first time in my life I'm going, I wish the snow would go away. You know? Really? I'm kind of yeah. like you. I mean, especially now that we're kind of inside and for this job that I do, I kind of love the snow, you know, I'm just yeah. like, yeah. I like my, I mean, not to sound like, you know, the typical Chelsea gay man, but I light the candles, let it snow and just let me Yes, work. exactly. I know. I think that's, that's why we like, I, I pre- much prefer cold weather. I don't like warm weather. I think, you know, when I was a kid, my mom, used to say like, go outside and play, you know, unless it was like freezing cold or snowing and then she wouldn't say that. And I didn't like to go outside and play. I like to stay home and sort of make puppets, you know? I mean, that's what I used to like to do, but. Which is, you know, you had that creative gene right from the beginning. Yes. Well, okay, so I do have some, you know, in the end, I have some quick questions about fashion and all of that exciting stuff. But before we get there, let's talk about this other aspect of your life that nobody knows. Now, I know, because I will admit to you and come out of the closet, I have seen you. I have seen you perform many a time. So you are back, Isaac, at Cafe Carlisle. You have Mm -hmm. a series of four shows, Mm -hmm. and they are- Streaming on- Events at broadwayworld.com, and you can get it anytime. The new show is the Leah Delaria show, which starts on Friday the 12th of February, and um, that goes for a month. So that's exciting. I mean, she's so great, and it's such a good show, I'm telling you. Like, I'm really proud of it. She is amazing. How did you first get Leah involved? Because I know you've worked with, like, Suzanne Vega, and you've worked with, you worked right. with Jackie Hoffman Jackie on the series. yeah. Uh huh. Right. Um, well, you know, I, I don't know how I met Leah, but I always I've always known her around town. And then about a year and a half ago or something or two years ago, we ran into each other on a flight home from somewhere like and it was it was like from like Indianapolis. Like it wasn't even from Paris or like London. You know, it was from like Indianapolis. That's so funny. And, and we, we kind of bonded. We were sitting together like 
next to each other and we kind of bonded, you know, had this moment. And then we were leaving and I asked her who made her suit because she had this really good kind of tailored suit on. She gave me the name of the tailor and I've been using the tailor and sort of like keeping in touch with her about that. And then I just, and then I, you know, the thing about Leah that no one knows is that she has this club in Provincetown, or maybe you do know that. It's like a sort of a cabaret. And my, the, the, the incredible jazz musicians that I work with, some of them work in Provincetown at her club. And one of them, this guy, Benny Benack III, who's the greatest trumpet player, like, in recent history. He's so great. And um, he was like, oh, you should play that club. So I was sort of working on a date for that. And then all of a sudden, COVID happened. And I emailed her. I was like, oh, you know, I'm doing this series. Would you be a guest? Like within seconds, it was like, yep, totally. I'm there, you know? Wow. So, and it was just so fun. It was so fun to work with her and see a person besides, you know, see other people in a room, you know, it was really a great thing. How much do you love Cafe Carla? Like the room is just so, right? It's special. I love it. I mean, I'm sorry. You know, it's like, I, I just, I'm not sorry. I mean, I don't know why I'm sorry, but I love it, love it, love it so much to the point where I just want to do that for the rest of, like, I want to become like the Elaine Stritch of the Jews or something. You know, I want to just like live upstairs and just come down every night and do a show. What a great life. That would be, did you ever, because I've, I've had these moments, did you ever think of moving uptown, like up to that? Yes. Me too. Yes. Darling, every time I play that room and I, I'm in that room preparing, I think like, darling, what's wrong? Like I could so get used to this, you know, 100%. like one bedroom, small, like one bedroom unit, you know, I come in and sort of maybe redecorate just a little tiny bit, you know, and then just move there and you call room service when you need it. And the maid comes in every day and it's like, you know, they kind of keep it fresh and how great, you know, it it's like Dorothy Parker or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like if you told me 20 years ago, cause I've always been West village or Chelsea. If you told me, me 20 too. years ago that I would like really, it's, there's something nice about the Upper East Side and that's where everyone is kind of thing. I know. I know. Also like, you know, 20 years ago, there was kind of a reason to be in the village or, you know, Soho, not 20 years ago, 40 years ago, 100 years ago, you know, there was a reason to be down here, you know, but at right. the moment, it's more about this kind of, the city just feels like there are no, there are no borders in the city anymore. It's like uptown is downtown. It's reversed. You know, it's like, it's more expensive to buy a place in Tribeca than it is like on Park Avenue and 80th Street. Like, I'm not kidding, you know? Yeah, which makes no sense. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. How different was it performing, you know, in that room this time, like with your band, like with no audience? Well, it was definitely different, you know, um, and in advance, I envisioned it and I kind of worked it around this vision that I had, you know, because I, I, me and the band really kind of have a lot of fun and they listen to what I say and they laugh and they say shit and they interrupt. And it's kind of a great scene, like, you know, our rehearsals are really fun. So I figured... I figured like, okay, it's not as big a reaction as a bunch of people like laughing or clapping or something, or, you know, some random person calling out as his want at that room, but it is a reaction and it will play if it's filmed and edited properly, you know? And so that was the vision that we used going into making the shows and that's what we got, you know? And it's definitely, you know, we've, we've actually filmed live shows there with an audience and though, and it's a little bit like, it's a little bit hotter, it's a little bit spicier, but this really works in a way that that doesn't, like this is better in a certain way than that. You know what I mean? There's like benefits and drawbacks. Yeah. Right, yeah. Do you usually like change your, cause like I said, I've seen you at City Winery, I've seen you at Cafe Carla. Do you usually like change your show, you know, like if you were to do a residency yes. based on like audience feedback? Or, you know, clapping or, you know, laughing Absolutely. or whatever. Absolutely. 100%. And, um, and I'll tell you what, like, it's a new set of songs, like every single resonance when I start at the Carlisle. And then I do tours with the show. Usually after I do the Carlisle, then I do other rooms like, you know, in and around the city, but mostly like out of town, you know, like there are a few cute venues out of town. The last thing I did before COVID was I did this incredible show at the McCarter Theater, which was so fun you know, that place in Princeton and it was packed yeah. and it was such a great night. Um, but 
I do react differently in every single venue. I mean, depending on the size of the venue, you know, there are certain things I feel like I could say at the Carlisle because it's so tiny. It's like a hundred people, you know, yeah. whereas like the McCarter is 2000 people. So you can't, before you're going to tell a little story to 2000 people, you go, oh, maybe I should think about this, you know, before I reveal this incredibly like weird kind of funny detail, you know, but then right. I end up telling it anyway. It's just a matter of how I tell it. You know? Right. Like, are you more conscious? Like, you know, if it's a New York audience or, you know, like sometimes. Yes. I mean, you know, we, uh, there was this thing last year where we played this great club in Indianapolis, as a matter of fact. And I think that's when I ran into Leah when I was coming up from Indianapolis. It was this great club. And I didn't think, I mean, I didn't think about, this was at the time, like when the world was really, when Trump was president. Right. And I do a lot of Trump kind of heavy stuff in the show, you know? Right. Um, and I come for him and I say stuff and I just say stuff, you know? And it was never a problem at the Carlisle. One night at the Carlisle, there was a woman who was drunk and she said, I like Trump. You know, it was like, oh God, it was like this moment. And it kind of threw me off. But of course I got right back on my game and we, it, we played with it. You know what I mean? We played with it. The wait is over. That's right. Season five of the Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. This summer... The world must answer one question. Why has no one made a popsicle that gets you high yet? That's right, it's summer, and it's time for you to get your hands on America's new favorite product, Danksicles. 20 milligrams of THC in two great flavors, the latest and greatest innovation from IndiCloud. Is IndiCloud the greatest company to come out of America? Maybe. But what we do know for sure is that IndiCloud is the best way to get dispensary-grade cannabis delivered directly to your door. 100% legally. Yes, they ship legally to all states. No medical card needed. Whether it's vapes as big as your head, flowers you won't find in your mom's garden, or of course, popsicles that get you high as <laughs> What are you waiting for? Go to indicloudco slash bring24 and get discreet delivery on top shelf THC products. Head over to indicloudco slash bring24. That's co, not com, to snag 30% off your first order. Oh my God, it's almost Valentine's Day. To help make the day extra special for that extra special someone in your life, head on over to adamandeve.com. When you go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item, you'll get it at 50% off. But since you guys are all my Valentines, I have something even better. At checkout, use the exclusive code ROPE. R-O-P-E. And when you use that, not only do you get 50% off that one item, you'll also get 10 tantalizing free items. First, for your viewing pleasure, you get six free movies. Then you get a free mystery pack that includes an item for him, a special toy for her, and something we know you'll both enjoy. Plus, free shipping. Yeah, all that, six free movies, a mystery pack with an item for him, special toy for her, something you'll both enjoy, and free shipping. So head on over to adamandeve.com and make sure upon checkout to use the code ROPE, R-O-P-E, because without it, you're not going to get all that free Valentine stuff. That's ROPE at adamandeve.com. Check this out, and when you guys enjoy what is sent to you, and you have a great Valentine's Day, well, you can thank me later. But there we were in Indianapolis, and I wasn't exactly sure, like, what I was up against. And I know there was some, like, congressperson in the audience, like this famous congressman from, 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 from Indianapolis, right? And, um, and he was in the audience, and I, was re I didn't know if he was Republican or Democrat. I really didn't know. I didn't, <laughs> right. I didn't know that much. And right before I went on, I was talking to the person who ran the venue, and I was like, you think it's – and she was like, oh, yeah, don't worry. You know, like, mm, don't worry, don't worry. And then I went on, and it really wasn't a problem, and I was mostly given this kind of great reception. And then 
The second night, it was even more packed and even more fun. You know, we did two nights there. But but you know what I mean? Like sometimes you just don't know. You just yeah. don't know. And yeah. it's easy for someone to say, don't worry, that owns the place or whatever works there. And you're the one standing there with a band behind mm-hmm. you in front of all these exactly, people. Exactly, 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 exactly. You know, and you're like, what about, you know, how do you, you know, you, you mentioned song. How do you, because I know you've done Debbie Harry, you've done My yeah. Girl Madonna. Like, how do you yes, choose your so, songs? Yes, yes, yes. Um, you know, it's like, I've been doing it for so long. I've been working I mean, you know, I, I, I've been working with these jazz musicians for like, I don't know, like over 15 years, if you can believe that. Wow. Like, I, I've known Ben for like 20, almost 20 years. Ben and I started working together like in like 1996 or something. I mean, that's a long time wow. ago, you know. Um, and, and, and so like, and we've been working on, so, we have so many songs that we've like charted and rehearsed and with different musicians. And, you know, we can be as spare as a trio, right? like a jazz combo, or we have as, as big as like, you know, seven or eight pieces. But, you know, when it's just me and Ben, like I, I, I call him and I say, oh, you know, I had this idea to slow this down and to make it really funky or to like speed this up and do it really, you know. Um, and, so, and so that's how it gets worked on. I mean, I, I, it, they come to me, songs come to me, either something I hear, you know, like, um, you know, that song called uh, My Song. This is my song. It's a, it's a, it's a, um, it's a beautiful song. This is my song. And yeah. my husband was listening to it. It's Labby Sifre, right? And I had never heard it before. And I was like, well, what's that? You know, and two months later, I was rehearsing that song. You know, that's wow. how that came to me. Because Arnold was listening to it. And, um, and I had never heard it before. Or, you know, like I'm in the shower and I'm going like, oh, you know, uh, Madonna, but like totally kind of funking it out in the shower, and then it becomes this like big funk number, you know. You can do Madonna all day, as far as I'm concerned. Yes, I can. <laughs> have, have you ever done any Britney? No, but you know, I should. That's a really good idea. I mean, I haven't really considered it, but it's a really smart, funny thought, Britney. Because that could be fun. I mean, I don't know if you've Thank seen you it. Thank you for the suggestion. Right? That could be fun. I mean, it's like yeah. I just saw the documentary, so it's on my mind. I don't know if you saw the documentary. It's interesting. I didn't. I have to see it. You know, Britney was never, like, on my radar the way Debbie Harry was and the way Madonna was. I feel like by the time Britney happened, I might be, like, I was in my 30s or 40s or something like that, and I really wasn't that like keenly into pop music as I had been when I was in my twenties and my early thirties. And it was like Madonna or, you know, uh, uh, or, or, or Debbie Harry, like especially Debbie Harry when I was in my twenties, man, that was like, what you couldn't, you couldn't, you couldn't seat me. I had to be on the dance floor when those songs came on, you know, same for Madonna and Madonna, you know, was like this kind of, she was just always in my life in one way or another, whether from afar or, you know, I started to get to know her a little bit and, you know, I kind of know Madonna a little bit. And so, you know, it's like, she's always been there. Madonna's like a, a staple in our lives, you know, whereas Brittany, you know, she's just, it happened at a time when I guess I was, I stopped going out or something. Yeah. I, I get it. I mean, I get it. Debbie Harry. I mean, I still like worship the altar of Debbie Harry. And speaking of oh. Cafe Carlisle, did you see Debbie Harry when she, those shows were? I did. They I was were there every divine. night. You were? were? Yeah. Wow. I I'm like a huge, I'm a huge Debbie Me too. Harry fan. Me too. Me too. She's also one of the great people. Like if you got, if you ever knew her, she's one of the kindest, most wonderful people. Like really, I mean that. She's really? special. Really. She's not a, she's not a crazy diva. I mean, you know, she has aspects of diva about her, but she's really just great. What about what's Madonna like, just from someone who kind of knows Also her? really strong and really smart and, and very polite and lovely, at least to me always, you know. Um, I think that's because, you know, she's respectful. I think because she works so hard. And she recognizes others who work really hard, you know? So she's very, very respectful, you know? I mean, I can't think of others who have been disrespectful, but you know them when they're, it's like really like you could, you could answer me. You could, you could answer my email, you know? Well, I was going to say, well, like you are Isaac Mizrahi. So like that must come with some respect. Oh no, you have no idea how people just, 
especially like movie stars. Movie stars can go, oh, they can get, they'll get right back to you. And then other times they just let it, like complete ghosting, complete ghosting. And I mean, I've never really been this person who's been like best friends. I mean, the closest thing that ever came to that was my relationship with Sandra Bernhard. I right. feel like she's my sister, you know, like I could call her about anything and I could email her about anything. But it's like, you know, there are movie stars out there with, whom I've had dealings and, you know, I'll email them something and they'll get back to me and then I'll either ghost, you know, it's like, Oh, okay. Well, I guess that's not happening. You know, it's a crazy, funny thing. It's just, it's, I guess it's their prerogative. I have never, I have never activated that, 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 uh, that, that, that option. I always like to get back to someone, whether it's like, Hey, you know, I thought about this and I don't think I can do it. And thank you for asking. You know, but I, That's I there a good are way people to be. out there who don't. I think so. I think so. As a movie star, though, you're just granted this kind of, you know, this kind of thing where you don't have to get back to people. I have to admit, when I started the Behind the Velvet Row podcast, I had no idea how I was going to do all of this on my own. And I immediately found Fiverr Business. The graphic that you see when you listen to Behind the Velvet Rope every day, that was done by a Fiverr freelancer. I love Fiverr business because they bring you the team you need with freelance talent that you can absolutely count on. And it's all managed from one easy dashboard. Without them, I wouldn't be able to do this. I have a whole team behind me. And hey, speaking of teams, do you guys catch Fiverr's new commercial during the big game? Well, I did, and it was great. I love how you open that garage door and there's this whole world behind it. I mean, that's really what Fiverr stands for. I may seem like one person, but listen, I turn to them for all my freelance needs, copywriting, web design, music. They do greeting cards, life coaches. It is literally a one-stop shop. And what I love about it is I never feel lonely. I feel like I have all these colleagues, which I do. And what I also love is that you can use the same freelancer over and over. If you like them, you can keep going back to the same person. So you don't have to retrain people and it's all managed by their wonderful, amazing business success managers. They find the right freelance talent for you and make this process so easy. There's no more scattered feedback. Things are not all over the place. It is a very organized, streamlined process. I don't know how I would run this podcast without Fiverr business. Listen, collaborating online hasn't been this easy since I think ever. And right now you can sign up for Fiverr business absolutely free for the first year. Get one free year and save 10% on your purchase of Fiverr business with the promo code velvet. Just go to fiverr.com slash business. F-I-V-E-R-R fiverr.com slash business and don't forget promo code velvet and you will get first year for free and you get 10% on your purchase of fiverr business sign up now have you ever met someone that's been just downright rude to you like i mean i'm sure i have and i mean i can't think of a story about anyone who's been totally rude but I have, you know, I mean, I have for sure. Yes. What about, you know, speaking of Madonna, just cause she is my queen and Debbie Harry, like, do you think, you know, do you think Madonna gets a lot of, you know, like she's under, she's this 2021 Madonna is not the Madonna, you know, that we grew up with no yes. shade, but like, what do you think now of her, of her style? I mean, she gets a lot of flack for her Instagram experiences. Yeah. I mean, the thing that's so great about her though, that you can't fault you know, it might not be politically correct, but it's correct for her, you know? And, um, and she doesn't hold back. She shows us exactly what's on her mind. And I value that so much more than I do someone who tempers and understands how to manipulate, you know? Like, that's always been the great thing about Madonna is that what you see is what you get. You know, she's not gonna fuck around with you, right? And so like, you know, this happens right now. I don't know if you watched that Fran Lebowitz thing on, on um, Netflix. Did you watch it? Pretend no. it's a city. You need to watch it because she says so many smart things. Um, and she says this one thing about social media, which is like, you know, someone will post on your Instagram or like not really on your Instagram, but on your, on your Twitter for sure. Like, hey, I hate your haircut. 
I'm coming there with a shotgun to blow your head off. Like that's how people communicate on oh, Twitter. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. You've been there, honey. We've all been there on yeah. Twitter where you get trolled for no reason, you know? And so like the good thing about Madonna is she doesn't give a fuck. You know, she just, it's, 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 she understands that it's about communication still. It's not about like, you know, like, I love you, or I'm coming there to blow your head off. It's, it's neither. It's neither with her. It's like, oh, here's what I did Christmas Eve, you know? Thank you. Right. And maybe it offends six, 600,000 of her followers, but the other 3 million are fine, you know? And they like it. They appreciate it, you know? And like, so. to your point, I think she's being her authentic self. This is the point of the yes. life that she's in, mm-hmm. you know? And she gets age-shamed more than her contemporaries. Well, that's just, I mean, you know what? I, that was like a joke in my, in my show. I was like, I was, I was thinking about that. Like, it's, it's, it's fine if it's, it's it, you know, all of those kids who get like body shamed or sexuality shamed or something. And I wonder about like us old fucks, you know, who like, where's that GoFundMe page? Where's that kind of, you know, um, AIDS rally? Seriously, I, where is it? Yeah, where's that TV special on all the channels? Right, it's we true. are the friends to the old fat people, you know? And like, I never understood. It's like, okay, everyone that's shaming you is going to be there if they're lucky. And the alternative is that you're dead. So I never understand the age shame. Exactly. But I mean, it's I true. It's it. like, you will be here one day and you will yeah. wish that you were kinder. Yeah. And the thing is like, the thing is, um, you know, I feel like communication is like the big ticket, you know? Like you have to ignore the communication of social, that kind of cut and dry communication on social media, like emojis, you know, I love an emoji, but that kind of reduces everything to like, like a press of a keypad, you know, yeah. whereas like, I think dialogue is a really, really important thing. And, and, and older people understand that. And I'm scared that like younger people don't get this, you know? And that's what scares me a little bit though. I mean, what, what, there are millions of things that younger people understand that I don't understand. So like, I don't want to sound like one of those old people going like, oh, and I was your age, blah, blah, because I don't do that. I don't say that, but, 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 but I, I do, I do worry about this, this kind of dialogue thing, you know, this dialogue yeah. thing. I do, I worry about it. That makes sense. Do you, would you ever cover, because I mean, I, I'm not, I, I'm not, I have no idea of some current music. You know, I talk Madonna, right. oh. I try, but like, would you ever, like, do you cover current music that the kids listen to? You know what I would cover in a second is Billie what? Eilish, because I love her. Now she is such a good artist, right? I think she's a great artist. I mean, I would, cover, I would, I would totally cover Wet Ass Pussy, but it's been covered to death. So like, my take on wet ass pussy is not going to matter, you know? Right. I was going to, like, within the first week and a half, I was sort of, like, thinking about it. And then my husband was like, you're a little late. That's another thing about, you know, Instagram and, like, you know, social media is, like, if you wait, you're too late. And if you do it quickly, sometimes it's a mistake, you know? And, so, and that's honestly, like, getting back to that thing about Madonna and how she just posts shit, good for her. You know, like she just posted, she doesn't get, she understands the repercussions. I need to take a book. I need to take a page out of her book. Me too. My Instagram is very, you know, it's not all pretty and happy, very, but yeah, no. I think about it before I put it up there. I'm like, is everything spelled correctly? This is going out. Yes. You know? Yes. I mean, I posted a picture of, of, of Kamala and Joe on inauguration day with the most, it was a beautiful picture of them just kind of like high-fiving and it said something like, you know, um, it's about to get much better and hashtag Joe, hashtag Kamala, hashtag rejoice, right? And I had about a thousand unfollows and, 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 and hun- like tens of really ugly, ugly things that were said that I just deleted. And like at this point, I'm, I'm, I'm deleting it. At this point, there, there has to be a difference between you know, between freedom of speech and a kind of regulation where things just get very ugly and almost violent and they, yeah. can't, they shouldn't be tolerated. You know what I mean? And I'm not exactly sure who makes that decision on my Instagram page. I make that fucking decision, you know? Right, seriously. I don't know, I don't know on Instagram who makes that decision or on Twitter who makes that decision, but they better get someone in there. They better get a really great panel of people in there. It's becoming- Or it's going to go, yeah. 
it's getting scary that people like I've, you know, I have people on my show and it's not about me. It's about the guest. And like, I'll have a guest that says one thing and it's like, I didn't say it. I didn't fucking say it. Like I sat there. So why are you coming after me? And I don't censor people. People can think whichever way they want. Right. Except if you had a Nazi come on your show saying, I think we should kill all Jews. Right. Would you, would you post that? No. So then that's, well, but that's, but that's where no, I, mean, I think the world, like that's, I was just talking about this the other day. Like that's where it's like hate and, and racism right. that right. is cancel culture. And then just having an opinion. Forget about cancel culture. That is just hate. And right. Racism. That's and hate that and racism. Be, that has to be regulated. That totally. has to be regulated. You know? Right. Yeah. And then short of that, like people having opinions on, I mean, since when in the world did you wake up and say, I want to be surrounded by everybody that has the same opinion as me? I don't that's know. That's a boring that's, life. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And like, that's like, I remember a few years ago, I thought, you know, maybe I'm going to move to Europe because in England anyway, they have such a better idea about this kind of discourse. But recently, I don't think there's anywhere in the world you can go because because of social media, it's all kind of reduced to that now, you know? And that's what I worry about. I really do, I worry about it. I worry about it. It's something. Can we solve it? Do you think we can really solve it? You know, David? I have no idea, but I feel, I don't know. I just, it's almost like we blinked an eye and got here. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. How did this happen? I don't know. How did it happen? And now it's happening. So it's like, you know, I have friends of mine going, oh, I don't do Instagram. I don't. And I'm like, well, good for you. I do. I find it mostly amusing, you know? Right. And, and I think if you're not into it, you're, you're, you're definitely like blind to something. And, you know, I get it. It's, 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 it's not like everybody has to be vegan. You know, it's not like everybody has to be, you know, sort of uh, Buddhist, you know, I mean, those are things I admire. I'm not exactly vegan or Buddhist, but I admire it. You know, you see what I'm saying? It's not like the entire thing, but I do think that like, you know, we have to consider, we have to consider this, you know? I I mean, maybe it's because I'm a Gemini. Like I can separate, like, I'm not going to cancel you because I like your art, I don't necessarily need to like your value. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have to agree with everything. I just don't understand. To me, it's, it's very separate. Like, you know, I don't know. Yes. That's just me. I know. I what know. about, cause you know, your show is so great because it's not just singing. You include like yeah. your shtick and your comedy. Yes. So like, Thank you know, you. your comedy and like little bits are pretty current. Like how do you stay up on pop culture? Oh, I mean, how do you not stay up on pop culture, right? It's, I think it's, I, 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 and, I, and that I do ascribe to my kind of, um, my, my social media, not exactly addiction, but my social media, like I, I regard it, I regard it a good deal. Yeah. Um, and it does, it, that's one thing about it. It will keep you abreast of what's going on in the world, you know? I mean, I, I, I have this thing about like, you know, about how I'm a little lazy. Like sometimes I look at it, and I don't read it. I just look at the pictures and that can be really dangerous. Cause like sometimes, you know, if it's like, if you see like three pictures in a row of Cheetah Rivera or something, you think she died. Cause isn't that what people do? They post pictures of Cheetah Rivera if, they, if she dies. Right. Know? And I'm about to post a picture of like RIP, we love you Cheetah. And then I realize that, you know, she's working on a show in quarantine, which is going to, you know, like the do workshops, the minute they're going to start. And it's like, oh, wait, she didn't. Die. You know what I mean? It's hilarious. Yeah. You have to be careful. Thank you God go, Cheetah Rivera didn't die. I think <laughs> that would not be, you, you like go down that rabbit. No, I, I get no, it. You can. Yes. Well, I mean, be speaking careful-ish. of pop culture. So, you know, let's just face the fact that the Kardashians are like one of the biggest things in pop culture. Well, you know, I mean, so while I, I as you, well, I was going to say, you know, okay, yeah, go on. I'm not so mad at that. I'm not so mad at that because, you know, I, I don't, ah, I mean, there's always been madcap, heiresses you know and it 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 it, it, it's it's just a different day so there's like you know there's streaming and television and media there's just much more of it and so people are there are more people buying into that license you know whereas like if you were gloria vanderbilt right and you were poor little gloria happy at last you know i bought into that you know totally totally you know um, and of course, it was a different thing because, like the Kardashians, they 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 espouse 
a kind of pop culture thing. Whereas Gloria Vanderbilt was trying to, she was trying to be a painter, you know? But then, you know, right. thank you. She did a line of jeans. Remember that? Like the Gloria oh, Vanderbilt yeah. jeans. When I was a kid, no, you're too young, darling. You do not remember the Gloria Vanderbilt jeans, honey. I remember like, there was a bunch of windows at Saks Fifth Avenue in like the 1970s when I was like a early, like a tween. And I remember going by that thinking, okay, well, shouldn't these be like Jeffrey Bean, these windows or like Bill Blass? But instead it's like, you know, these front windows, all Gloria Vanderbilt jeans. It was scandalous, you know? Wow. So there you go. Thank you to the, Car thank you Kardashians. That's your, that's your spiritual mother, Kim and Chloe. Kind of. Yes. Well, what about that? That's my next question. Like, you know, you're a fashion legend. Like, what about, you know, people like Kim, you know, like with Skims and KKW Beauty and Kylie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. I mean, I have to say, like, you know, I really don't, I, 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 I don't watch them as much. I don't not watch them. I don't, like, veto them or something the way some people might. And I don't adore them the way others might, you know? I, I think I have a healthy, a healthy interest in the uh, in the Kardashian family. I love the one who's the model. Her name is Kendall. Kendall. I love her because I feel like she. Well, I mean, at least her body has maintained that kind of like, you know, the other ones have all this amplification, and I can't. That I cannot deal with. I cannot deal with it. Like I love them, and I love Cardi B, and I love. But the amplification, like when you make your ass that big, it just, I, I go like, okay, that's just not real. Like, I don't know who finds that attractive. You, you know, like it's just it so more fake. Natural. I do. I like it more natural. I love little titties. I love them. I think little titties are gorgeous. As gorgeous as like, you know, medium-sized titties and massive titties. Like they're all good. You know, I like it. I'm, I'm a breast man. I love breasts. Really? And I love legs. Oh yes, darling. Absolutely. I love them. They're beautiful things. And so when you amplify them to that extent, I think like, well, who's turned on by that? You know, it's fake. You know, you know, it's fake, right? Like what if some guy had this massive dick that was fake? It's fake, you know? I'm sorry. You like sorry. all natural. I do. I, 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 I don't believe in God. I believe in nature. You know, nature can really supply, like it can, it all turns you on if it's, if it's right. And you're a Gemini. So you understand what I'm talking about. I'm a Libra. So I think the air signs, like, you know, they kind of see a different perspective, the air signs. Yeah. Like it's I more could, cerebral. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I could talk I, myself into things. Yeah. You know? it's the, the idea has to be right. You know? Yeah, the idea has to be right. like I could talk myself into a fetish. I don't really have a fetish. I always wished I could have a fetish because it makes it just easy. You know, you go to that club and you, you're scoring that night. You know, but um, but I I I've been convinced. I tried stuff. You know, uh, SM SNMBD, whatever that stuff is. I tried it ad nauseum because I thought like, come on already. You know, and it is. It's very interesting three times with the same person. But then it's like you know, I'm bored. What else is, what else you got up there? You know? Really? <laughs> what other, what other shit have you got up there? I mean, I'm sorry. I, and I wish, I only wish that I could like be into like infantilism where every time I put on the diaper, I just, I just get an erection. You know, I, I just never found it. I never found it. Cause then it's easy, right? Like it's your go-to and that's it. Yeah. That would be so amazing to develop. And, you know, it's kind of how I think about other stuff like you know I write and I sing and I make clothes and I have a very short attention span David you know I do well a lot of really brilliant creative types do and yet I think. there are a lot of there are a lot of brilliant creative types and critics who will just go like yeah you do a lot of things congratulations you're a polymath wonderful you know like now let's talk about the real art being made by people who are obsessed with like one thing you know right and i love those people like i love a good you know a good beautiful minimalist painting i love that so much you know and those people who just are obsessed with like one piece of string or right. one pebble you know yeah it's just, i love it, it. It's just well, not me. I don't, I'm not, I don't do that, you know? And I wish it was more okay for us polymaths, you know? Well, I think even in like your clothing, like you could see that you're more that type. I, I think, yes. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Well, what about, because like you mentioned, Kendall, like, the, you know, you used to work with like, you know, Linda Evangelist, like modeling, yeah. like, what do you think of like Kaya Gerber and Kendall, like this new, Gigi Hadid, like this new Krava models? I, I, what I, what I like about them is that they're so nonspecific, you know, they are so um, sort of, I, I like the fact that they are a lot of different women. Like if you look at Gigi Hadid, she looks so different in every single picture and she works different parts of her own kind of personality. Whereas like, you know, with Linda, man, she stood there and, and you know, yeah, it's one day she had yellow hair and the next day she had orange hair and the next day she had like brown hair, you know, but that was Linda. That was Linda. She had those bones and she made clothes look like that. Lucky because she, nobody had bones like Linda, you know? Yeah. Um, but, but you know what I mean about, about Gigi Hadid and Kendall? It's like one minute they're working the kind of bosomy thing and they're doing this kind of push-up thing and sexy kittens, you know? And the next minute they're like straight boards, like showing fashion in Paris, you know? I just like that about them. And that's got to be hard, right? Like that's got to yeah, be Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Listen, any person navigating through any world at this point is difficult. You know, any person doing anything, forget about succeeding at anything. And I feel like we should forget about success right now. I feel like anybody just barreling through their lives right now, doing anything with any kind of focus, you know, even just fooling around on social media, that is a massive or it might be a massive accomplishment, you know? I mean right. it. Yeah, I, I would agree. What about, you know, like, there's a lot of celebrity, you know, what about, there's a lot of critics for celebrity, you know, like yeah. Posh Spice. I mean, I think of Mary-Kate and Ashley, Madonna yeah. at H&M, even the, well, even the yes. Kardashians, Kanye. Well, yes. Like, know, what I'm do you think exactly of all the sure. celebrities? I, I, think it's, I think when it's good, it's good, you know? Um, like Sarah Jessica Parker makes these amazing shoes. I don't know how, the, how that happens, but they're great, you know? Um, I mean, I do know how it happens because she's great. She's got a smart eye and she's been wearing them and, you know, looking at them and studying them her whole life. So she understands a good shoe. But, um, but like, I don't, I mean, it's funny coming at it from the other way, like starting as a fashion designer and trying to break into show business. It's not as easy. I'm telling you, really? some reason they don't want to hear me. They don't want to hear a fashion designer like tell jokes. You know, they don't want to read a screenplay by a fashion. They just don't. You know, huh. it takes more of a minute to convince people that you can start as a fashion designer and work your way into show business. Whereas, like show business, like you know, uh, like Sarah Jessica or Pharrell or like you said, like you know, any of those. Kanye. I'm at people like yeah, Kanye. My goodness, I mean, that's a huge apparel business and it has the respect i think right yes oh my god anna winter goes to that show she doesn't go to my show anymore <laughs> i don't have shows anymore but you know it's like she would much rather go to his show than my show. if i had a show she would probably go to his show and not mine so stuff like that doesn't make you mad like anna with Kim no. and kanye no 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 it doesn't it doesn't only because that's a whole other trip that they're on that's a whole that's magazine publishing and that's a whole other trip and they stay relevant and however they see fit, you know? And I do not comment on that. I don't comment on it. Is it easier though now for you? Like you mentioned as a fashion designer, like you've done, you know, like you've done, I mean, forget about like unzipped yes. and you know, you've yes. done your- Oh yes, darling. You've I've done it all. TV show and yeah, whatever. I've appeared in movies and everything. And now it's like, it's slowly happening. I mean, listen, COVID has put a damper on everything, but before COVID, I was doing more appearances with my band on the road and with my band in venues and not just cabarets and theaters, you know, than I was anything else. Like it was the center of my life. And so I'm excited about that, you know, that's what I'm most excited about. What about, because I have to ask, because you mentioned your friend, Sarah Jessica Parker, you know, basically broke the internet with this announcement that Sex and the City is coming back. Yes. You were well, in the first round of it. Have you called yes. your good friend, Sarah Jessica, and said, where's no. my part? No, 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 no. Listen, if she wants me, she'll call me. Like she, she has never, she reaches out when she needs something, you know, and like, 
I will wait patiently for that moment because I am so excited. I can't wait to see this. It's actually like going to be a series, which is so fun, right? It's not just going to be a movie, is it? Or is it just a movie? No, it's a series. It's a series, exactly, for HBO Max. That is going to be fun. And I just want to go back to that for one second. Yeah. You talk about people who just broke everything, right? Like I remember when it first started happening, Sex and the City, which was like, what, like the 90s? Right? Yeah, And I remember people going, oh no, did she really do that? She just like buried her. She just finished herself. Like no one will ever, because she's talking about this and sex and she's a slut. And I mean, like it was unbelievable, David. Like again, I think you're a little too young to remember the kind of scandal that that show caused. And, and I thought to myself, are these people insane? She is talking about reinventing something. She's giving us a reason, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. It's, so don't don't think just a little a little of this kind of hate goes a very long way, darling. A little hate goes a long way. I no, I I agree with that. Listen, I think that I mean people needed that. Like I remember the night it was like a Sunday that that Sex in the City dropped. Like I got I've never gotten so many DMs in my life. So I just think you should make an appearance. <laughs> Sarah You're will right, reach I out. Should. She needs to reach out, Sarah. If you listen, Sarah Jessica, if you're listening to me, but. I know you don't like hate and I don't like hate either, but so let's keep it positive. Who do you think are like the best dressed male and female celebrity? Like of, you know, now. Um, You know, of course, everybody loves Harry Styles. I love Harry Styles. I can't love, I mean, how do you not love that, right? Like, it's very, very good. I'm for it. And, and, and like, I don't really notice, I don't really notice lots of things. I did notice what people were, were wearing at the inauguration. And I thought people looked really good for a minute, you know? I thought maybe J-Lo could have rethought the white, like all that white. She, I mean, she looked great, but she looked more like, a, like, a, a, like someone's bar mitzvah mother than she did. You know what I mean? It was like a little Chanel, a little, it, it felt a little Republican. Yeah. Little. I mean, she looked great, but you know what I mean? The hair and the beret and the white and the boucle and it was like a little rich lady you, you know? prefer like a whereas lady like gaga, gaga was right. insane with this insane dress with this big bird i mean so funny and new feeling it just felt new yeah what about like you know it's not negative but like who would you want to do an isaac makeover on you know, like I, I, I once asked a designer you... who said Cher, you know, he's like, I'm not knocking Cher. I love her. She's right, an icon, but he's like, I just want um, to soften the, so it's not even a negative yeah. thing. I can't think of anybody that I would want to do a remake on. I'm not that kind of person. I don't know. I mean, can you, I mean, I would love to collaborate with Billie Eilish. I said, I love her. I mean, that would be an amazing thing to work with her in some way i'm not really doing clothes that much now so i I, like i make clothes for qvc and it's like you know a cute t-shirt and pima cotton or like a cashmere sweater for like a hundred dollars you know what i mean it's i'm not really doing the couture thing anymore can i tell you something yeah you know what i would love to do darling david yes you can tell me anything you want i want to find like my look for stage you know what i mean like i'm so tired of like a black suit but here's the thing with men it's like yeah i can't it's a lot of brocade and beading and I'm not into that on like, you know, Liberace, we get it. I get it. But now at this stage, like we have to start thinking about like other things and what are they? Cause I don't want a plain, I also don't want a plain suit with like a shirt. I don't want that either. I mean, I always want that, but you know what I mean? Like on stage, you got to give something more. Okay. Here's a celebrity that I would like to rework to work with. You ready? Yes. Billy Porter because he almost goes insane and it almost is so great. But then it's like, really, who's gonna do that? You know, like that is only good for that one moment. And then how did you get in the taxi? How are you gonna get, what are you gonna wear to dinner? You know what I mean? It's like, it doesn't, it doesn't, it, to me, it's, it's a little bit like sort of overstated, you know, that whole thing, it's overstated. Whereas like Harry Styles, you know, I don't know why, it just feels more modern. Really? Like, is that a, yeah. That makes yeah. sense. And you know who I love too is Timothy Ooh. Chalamet for the guys. Oh, 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 Timothy Chalamet. Like nothing wrong with Tilly, Timothy nothing. Chalamet, darling. Nothing. nothing. There's nothing wrong with him. Nothing. But he has go. great style too. Like Yes. No, he totally does. Totally but you want to work on like a stage like style for yes. yourself. Yes. You know, and, and, and I have to say like, 
there's, there's, there's this fine line right now because I am a RuPaul Drag Race like diva aficionado. Uh, are you watching adorer. this season? Excuse me. Excuse me. Okay. I am the season. Okay. By the way, I mean, I need to be a judge on that show again. I was only yeah. a judge once. That, yeah. You need, need to go back. I do. I need to go back. I mean, right now it's a little difficult because, you know, because of COVID. But who's your, like, your favorite? Like, who stands out? I mean, really? Really? Simone. Hello. I was going to say, are you going to say Simone? Simone is like, yes. I mean, I love Got Nick and I love Simone. And is there another? I kind of love that um, Lux person. What's her name? Um, yeah, Olivia Lux. Olivia Lux. I kind of love her too because she's bright and happy and wonderful. I think she's probably in the top three, right? I think I think Simone you. and yes, Simone, and, Olivia Lux, and, and Got Mick. Yeah, I'm I'm obsessed with Got Mick. Me too. I'm kind of obsessed with them too. Obsessed I'm obsessed. And then I think what's the Rose is a little overrated. Our well, New York no, girl. I mean I understand Rose. It's like a hard hitting kind of like drag queen, you know, approach. I mean I get it. It's yeah. classic, you know. And I stay. She, I say she stays in the competition for a minute, you know. Um, and I like Elliot with two T's just as a, like, as a- Just as a, like, hilarious yeah. foil. Yeah. Yeah. The one I have problems with is La La Ree. Yeah. I don't yeah. know why. Like, La La Ree feels to me, like, a little rough. Like, sh- she needs, or they need, I'm not exactly sure what her pronoun is, but they need, they need a little racine, a little racine, darling, before they come across to America, you know? I mean, she's a deer, but she needs a little freshening around something. the edges. Yeah, but you know, it's like that, right? Like a drag queen. When that walks into the room, you're a drag queen. You know, Billy Porter, when that walks into a room, that's Billy Porter. I wish that, like, there could be some version of that. You know, Mark Jacobs does a great job. Like, he's getting a heel and a thing and pearls. Yeah. I love that. You know, Harry Styles is working it in this way, you know? I love a man um, in a skirt. I have a thing. Like, I think it's, I mean... Me too. I love it. There's a guy it, on Instagram. There's this guy on Instagram who I live for. Really? And I, I've been I've been following him forever, and I forgot his name. And he's just this. He's like a dad. He's like somebody's dad, and he doesn't do any makeup or any drag or anything. But he wears like he'll wear like a blazer, a really good blazer, and a shirt, and like a pencil skirt just past the knee, and like a heel, and that's it. And there are like hundreds of looks like it's like Helmet Lang is a drag queen. It's Fabulous! And wow. I forgot his name. I'll 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 DM you. You have to. I'll DM you. I because will, that, I live for this guy. I have a thing like for men it's in skirts. All, a it's, pencil skirt. A pencil skirt, right? Or a kilt. I love a kilt. Yeah, like a kilt, like the Mark Jacobs, like a kilt with yes. like the big black yes. co- combat boots. That okay, to me that, is like. But but I like it better when it's like when it's refined and elegant with a kilt, do. like a flat. I like a flat. I'm into a flat with a kilt. You With are. a pencil skirt, a heel, all the way. Yes. What about, speaking of reality TV, Project Runway All-Stars? Like, was that just so much fun to do? Or was that more like a job and you're like, I got a lot of other both. things, let me go home? Both, 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 both. Only because, you know, like, uh, it's, 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 again, it's that cancel thing where it's like, you know, that's so damn ugly, you know? It's like, th- there's no time. It's all a sound bite. It reduces everything. You know, you have two hours and $10 and blah, blah. And it's like, wait a minute. What about you have $100,000 and 60 days to make one beaded dress? Go. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I want to see. I'm serious. That's yeah. what I want to see. You know? Do you think shows like that work? Because, you know, listen, I mean. Yes. Yes. Do. I don't love watching them, but I do think they work. I do. Because I was yes. going to say, I, like, we have Christian Seriano, and, and we yeah. have lots of others. Mm-hmm. I, I get it. Mm-hmm. We've had them on the show. But, you know, you think of Christian. Yes. The whole... Of course. Yes. He's the most famous one who has graduated from that, from that whole, like, as opposed to American Idol, who has given us so many fantastic singers, right? Yeah. Um, but I will say that I think what I love about those shows is that they represent the story about the creative process, you know? And I like that. I love cooking competition shows. You know, you like do. that bake thing, that bake, the, the great bake thing. The that British, like British bake show. Off, yeah. Oh my God, Paul Hollywood. Oh my God. I would so take Paul Hollywood. I'll stay I with, need... you could have him and I'll stay with Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> like you could, you could oh, have whoever no, you have, want. You see, I have a very broad. You do. Broad, 
taste. I mean, I have like, I'm mildly in, intrigued by this dad that you're telling me about on Instagram. Like I have a pretty oh, broad so taste. Sending you his, I'm so you have to. His, yes, I will. I will. What about, how is it working with Alyssa Milano? And then we'll wrap up. I promise. I know you're. Okay. Well, you know, I love her. She's like, I feel like she's a sister or something. And, 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 and the thing I admire about her the most is that she, boy, she really doesn't give a shit, honey. She goes hard into politics, you know? She and, does. And, and I feel like, you know, um, it's almost like she's transitioning into something. Like she might become a politician. She might just leave it all. I swear to God. And I would vote for her. I would vote for Melissa. Really? Yeah. I, I said I could... Melissa. I always do that. But I, it's a joke because I call her Melissa when I see her. Like, hey, Melissa. Alyssa Milano, Melissa Alano. Of course, that's what you're, a joke. But. I could see that though, because she doesn't Me care. Too. She, she goes hard. Like, no, she, she goes hard. She doesn't care, honey. And the thing is, like, um, you know, she goes hard about everything. Like, she'll post something about her child. You know, it doesn't matter. She has no secrets, this girl. And, and I guess when you grow up in the business the way yeah. she did, right? You either go insane. Or you go really smart, and she's just completely smart. She she she's really smart, and she is really caring and really lovely. I mean that. Working with her for so many years, you know. I was going to say that it's probably her. getting in the business early and just yeah going into something else. Last two questions, I promise. You've been All on right. Watch What there Happens. Go, what yeah, about who's your? These are literally the last two questions, and don't. T tell your PR. I'm sorry, I kept you for two extra seconds. That's okay. That's all right. That's all right. Who's the best dress housewife? Just off the top of your head, because I know you know them all, and our friends. You know, them. I gotta say that I think like the best dressed housewife is Sutton Strack, because okay. you know totally. she has like an attitude about dressing that isn't drag. It's actually right. like a really expensive, really good dress that she kind of just throws on with some hair and makeup. It's not like a squad. And I'm sure she has a squad. You know what I mean. It's not as much costume as Erica Jane, who I love. But you know, Erica Jane, it's like that Billy Porter thing. It's like, what would you have done if there weren't seven people in the room with you getting you ready? Like, I want right. to see that. Like, that's the vulnerable thing that I miss, you know? Whereas with Sutton Strack, it's just, it's totally vulnerable. Like she's just zipping something up in the back and you know, you see the face is there, you know, I and mean she's, that. And she's That's crazy, it. but I, I really like her. I really I, like her. I get Sutton. it. And every time they come for her, there's, I always want to say like, hey Sutton, just say, like it's a simple, it's so simple. If you just say like, well, you asked or something, you know what I mean? There's always like a really her. simple reason if she's being a bitch, you know? Totally. And Sorry. final question, then we'll wrap it up because I know you have to go. We're all in sweats now. What, what do you predict like when the world opens up? Like, do you predict it's going to be like, I mean, I've heard a fashion designer say like, oh, they think it's going to be the roaring 20s. We're going to dress up like nobody's business to go across the street. Like, what do you think is going to happen with style? I think, I think I've been saying this for 40 years, darling. I don't think it's good. I think it's going to be polls. You know, like there's always going to be people who are totally, and it's going to get worse and bigger and better and fabulous. And there's going to be people who are just going to literally roll out of bed in their pajamas and show up. You know, I mean, that's I my it. prediction. Yeah. I love it. So everyone, first of all, DM me that guy. I will, I will DM you. Where everyone needs to tune in on Friday the 12th, they need to watch that's this right. with Leah Delaria. It's for 30 days, streaming on Broadway World. I will be watching it. You're amazing live. And where can people find you online? I am Isaac Mizrahi on Instagram. That's I am easiest. Isaac Mizrahi. Yes, that's where you should go. Just do that's that. easiest. You can find everything that way. And for everyone who hasn't seen this, really, you do it all. You sing, you dance, you give away, oh, yeah. you, you re-gift right. things. I mean, that's a <laughs> whole do, nother conversation that we'll get into. Yes. Well, I adore you, David Yantov. I mean it. I'm a nice Jewish boy, Isaac. That's right. With some good, cute teeth. You have good teeth. Oh, God. I, I need to get my teeth white and they're like yellow. But thank you for that. We will keep in touch for real. You're amazing. All right, I live seriously. Like Me too. For okay. real. And Done. thank you. I'm sorry I kept you a little bit over. No, that's okay. That's okay. I have something at two, but I have to get ready. Oh. All right. Mm -hmm. You're the best. Thank Love you, you dearly. Right. Okay. You too. All right, darling. Bye. Okay. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, 
subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you, guys. See you soon.